3: Content warning. The Adventures in Hellworld podcast talks in-depth about QAnon, which means we have to talk about all kinds of child abuse and violence against people. Listener discretion advised.
2: Hello, everybody. I am Mike Rains, a.k.a. Poker and Politics, and welcome to another episode of Adventures in Hellworld. I am joined, as always, by Sarge.
3: I'm not wearing my uh, Ron Watkins for Congress shirt, because it doesn't say that on the shirt. I'm mad at you, Ron. Thank you to... Uh... Arizona right wing watch for sending me that
2: <laughs> and the mysterious L hello my beautiful babies just aggressive aggressive showman L this week
1: yeah. can't you tell how white my teeth are based on the way <laughs> I sound <laughs> yeah, listening oh she's like
3: one like a like a <laughs> military cemetery uh oh my god yeah. yeah so just to jump right into the amuse boosh i got my my shirt was mailed to me and on the front it just says ron watkins code monkey z and on the back it just has a walmart eagle with a, a freedom's not free but it's worth fighting for On nowhere on it it's just the most generic shit ever it's um
1: okay 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 slugger Calm down for just a second. Like, like b- b- I'm pushing you back into your corner like a rig man, and, and I'm looking over my shoulder, going, "Mike,
2: play the fucking pump."
1: <laughs> you got it, boss. You got
2: it.
3: It's time for a light sampling of insanity. Get ready for the amuse bouche.
1: We can't keep the kid contained. <laughs> I,
0: tear,
3: I, tear, I tear my false chains away.
1: Yeah, oh, so I God. saw I saw the, the the photos you posted on Twitter or whatever of your 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 mighty hall. And uh, yeah, I was sort of surprised by how generic the shirt was. I
3: I would be stunned if it wasn't made at a mall kiosk.
1: Yeah, I mean, that that definitely, it, it does give off that vibe. I mean, to be fair, a lot of the conservative merchandise machine gives off that sort of vibe. It's like, I feel like most of their merchandise is either mall kiosk or like crazy thing that the internet makes possible where you know how like you can get a romper that's just copy pasta danny devito's face all over it and that's it and shit like that well conservatives have found that technology on the internet so you can find some buck wild shit out there like do you want to be head to toe in christ the lord they got you a three-piece suit <laughs> with that silk screened on all of it just literally jesus's face like a pug you you can do that now and uh <laughs> I don't want
3: Arizona right wing watch to think for one second I am not grateful. I love it. I love that I have it. I'm disappointed in Ron. This thing fucking blows.
1: The poster uh, delivered. Or the flyer, yeah. whatever it was. The flyer-, the flyer was exactly what I wanted. Rod's Dead Eyed Stare. Uh, oh. his 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 little logo that seemed like it, it's just like, like you <laughs> know, the, the it's, easy like to sc- it's easy to score points on this clown because of his stupid wagyu cowboy hat but he literally made it part of his identity it's his fucking logo he's just like yeah man you know who i am i'm the guy with the cowboy hat and it's just like yeah man you would like literally four hundred thousand other people
3: i would yeah. i would no joke wear that shirt out in public if it said ron walken for congress i'm q uh, it would draw all the wrong attention, but, oh, my God, it'd be so good. It's just, I'm Q.
2: <laughs> I mean, no. like, given what his, what his campaign was and what it became, uh, he might as well have gone for it. He should have just gone full-blown, I'm Q, that's who I am, and he should have had Q endorse himself. He should have gone the whole nine with it because uh, what he planned on doing and what he actually achieved uh, was not great.
1: I mean, he executed right. The results are in. That like we 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 actually have it listed as a headline in the Abuzz bush I believe it says Ron Watkins colon total winner.
3: <laughs> I mean, uh, this is a good a good place to segue into Ron Watkins. Uh, no, I'm checking the notes here. It says colon official loser. Uh, <laughs> did he? What? What are? Do we have the percentages he got in the Republican? Because he's running in the Republican primary in Arizona, right?
2: Correct. So uh, the the winner was uh, Eli Crane, who is listed as E Crane in our. Um, uh, uh, Mike, our... that sounds like a
1: fake Batman villain name. I believe you mispronounced his name. It is pronounced Ron Watkins. I believe that's how that. <laughs> I, name. Was, I was. The winner's go name with... is pronounced Ron Watkins. <laughs> e Crane sounds
3: like a, a Street Fighter II mini boss. <laughs>
1: Maybe it's both. It's uh, it's the, yeah. it's the the combination property of E Honda and Dr. Crane aka Scarecrow from the Batman property cuz that's the <laughs> mashup we need to see. Like now that all properties are just getting stirred together into big soups, it it'll, 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 we'll, we'll get there eventually. Somebody fire up the Dally Mini and tell it to produce but as Scarecrow.
3: You said so, Dally and for a second I thought you meant Dolcine.
1: I I also said Blanca instead of E-Honda. May yeah. at least once, maybe twice. I meant honda both <laughs> times, but who
2: knows? <laughs> yeah. Lord knows we're not so, going to edit
1: it out if I did.
2: Yeah. No. Nope. Fuck that. Oh my god. Um. So, our our boy Ron uh, did slightly worse than E Crane did uh, because just a little. Yeah, just a, t- a touch. So. Uh, what do you gents think, uh, Ron's percent of the vote was, uh, 80, just for the record, 82% of the vote is in. So this could move up or down a little bit, but, uh, E crane locked up the victory with, uh, 33.9. So basically 34% of the vote. What do you, what do you think Ron's hall? W- what his percentage was? What was his haul?
3: I'm going to give him a percent. I'm going to be generous. I know roughly the amount he got. I saw it somewhere. So I'm gonna go with one percent.
1: I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna give him slightly more than that and give him one point six nine percent. Nice, nice. Anybody dabs uh, holds holds yeah, up for oh. dabs dabs.
2: <laughs> Anybody want
1: dab me real quick?
2: <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'll 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 head on over. I'll we're gonna pause the podcast for like twenty five minutes while I navigate over to Elle's place for the dab. Uh, You you both massively under uh, you both massively underestimated Ron's incredible appeal to the Republican primary voter base. Oh wow! The the man raked in a massive three point eight percent.
3: Wow! What a primary
2: vote! Oh my god! Uh, This was still this still qualifies him for last place. Um, He at at, at current recording he now has two thousand nine hundred and ninety nine votes. He is one vote shy of three thousand.
1: So, is there, there an official is there an official term for when your opponent defeats you by more than ten times your haul? <laughs> is there like an official is there an official term for that? Is it like savage beating or absolutely dominated? Or
3: <laughs> uh, I, I mean, my grandparents would say he got skunked because they played at a lot of uh, cribbage. So, yep, but that yep. doesn't feel. That doesn't feel quite strong enough.
2: Yeah. Uh, There was an old-timey British horse racing slang. Uh, The term nowhere meant you got beat by an incredible amount of uh, distance between the winning horse and your shitty inferior horse. So you could conceivably say that Ron achieved nowhere because he lost by an incredible amount. I don't know that that like well, I don't know
1: that he he achieved nowhere and he is nothing. This guy <laughs> has the market of being useless cornered. Like he's he just the fact that we have to talk about him is related literally only to the fact that he was secretly cute at least for a time, uh, secretly in air quotes with a wink. And <laughs> yeah. uh, aside from that, he is just sort of like a cardboard standee brought to life by the lowest level fairy magic
3: yeah <laughs> yes it, oh my
1: god <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, he, he doesn't even have like the sinister undercurrent that somebody like a Mike Pence has where it's like look Mike Pence is clearly a robot he was designed in the 70s so he's not like as he's not as good as we'd like but he's clearly some sort of robot that's being like you know piloted off stage by somebody but because he is a robot there is at very least a small element of danger and coolness to him uh, no not like uh, re- not so with Rod Watkins Cardboard cutout cut come to life. Dead yeah. eyes You're
3: giving him some coolness.
1: I mean like, at the very at the very least, just like it seems like at some point somebody could program Mike Pence to kill. And then I mean, they like, could activate him. Yeah, like, yeah. like his, his his arms would like raise up and like his hands would split apart and there'd be like mini guns, and he was just like firing into the crowd indiscriminately. And it'd be like, Oh my god, we should have taken him seriously. We should have hung him when we had the chance. Trump was right.
2: Yeah, but I mean, Mike Pence is like uh, the 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 early conversation that like Kyle Reese has with Sarah Connor and Terminator, where he's like the early ones had rubber skin; they were easy to spot. That's like the Mike Pence spot. He was like the T six hundred. He was like the old tiny robot that's like very obviously mechanical and not very good at infiltrating human civilization. So whereas like Ron Watkins is actually just like a tiny robot that has like no human skin or anything. It's just this absolute nothing of a creature. It's like, oh my god, why'd they even build that? What, what, what was Skynet even dreaming of when it created Ron Watkins? What a terrible mistake.
1: Yeah, I mean, we, we've seen what happens when Ron Watkins gets activated. He slowly does a fist gesture like Success <laughs> Kid Well yeah! like, carrying you. That, that's his level of activation. That's his red eyes. He just oh, does god. that gesture, and that's that. <sighs> and then he loses an election by infinity. Yes. He, yeah. Just
2: uh, there
1: was a lack. Uh, I
2: I I don't exactly know this for sure. Which one of these two nobodies that's above him in the polls? But there was one person who got five point six percent of the vote, and I do believe that this person literally was just a farmer who was running because they were annoyed at uh like the brush fires in Arizona that were like ruining the land, and they were just running. Like okay. not even adver- they weren't even advertising or anything. They were just like, "I'm a Republican and I believe in Republican things." Oh, but hydro I think- man for governor. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I mean it was just like, "Hey, I'm a Republican and I believe in small government." But I think there's some some bad stuff happening. All these fires, so vote vote for me against fires and that that. That resonating pitch got uh, about 1,500 more votes than old Ronnie Watts did. <laughs> I'm, so. I'm here to fight. Yeah, I mean, H- Hydro
1: uh, Man's campaign just did not have enough money coming in to to keep him afloat. huh? Eh? eh? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, L- Rod Rockets uh, got dominated. His vote count was very low. He'd be doing very well if he was playing a game of golf, but he's not. Also, speaking of golf, yeah. segue. Let's talk about uh, Ivanka Trump, uh, more specifically her corpse. Mike, <laughs> What's the deal with the corpse watch? What's the deal <laughs> with Ivanka Trump's corpse? I've, I I only vaguely saw headlines about this, and so the mind had reeled with ghoulish uh,
3: it's thoughts beyond ghoulish, but not yeah. in the in the my mind. Way.
1: Donald Trump took his ex wife's body and buried it in one of his, like on one of his resorts. He did, and uh, he did. That's exactly that, right, and that is what happened. Okay, is there like a right. mausoleum that you have to put around? Is she like no. under the ground? It's a She's it's a grave.
3: It's yeah. a. It's the definition of a popper's grave. It is just.
1: So they just dug a hole and chucked her in. I yep, mean, pretty much,
3: pretty much, and they gave her like a flat, uh, uh, rock headstone. Uh, like uh, it's it's the cheapest everything, and it's all for tax evasion because. Yeah. yeah go ahead.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. I, I've been I've been reading a lot of people debating pro con if this is actually something that allows him to claim that the Trump uh, golf course is now a cemetery and gives him the tax write-off or not. So yeah, if he, I mean, maybe it's very possible. This could be a tax write-off. I've seen arguments for it, but yeah, if you, I mean, this is the most like disgraceful thing. If you're Donald Trump, like, resident trillionaire richest man in the world the whole reason why uh people talked about voting for him was that no one can buy the man he's so rich and powerful and then you look at his ex-wife's grave which is like literally just dirt on his golf course it's just like what no, the you, you sent
1: me a picture of this and my favorite part are just all of the golf the golf cart tracks just <laughs> covering it, like like it's literally just impediment to these people driving around this golf course. I, I think
3: those are tracks from the trucks that came and like the heavy equipment oh, okay. Th- that, 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 that may in. Uh,
1: that may have that I, may make I sense. I, will. I, just, I just I guess I still assume, <laughs> but there is a golf
3: cart in the hand. photo.
1: Yeah, there is a golf cart in the photo, and also I just assumed that graves were still dug by hand. So I didn't know that there would necessarily need to be trucks involved. But that that does make more sense. In my head, though, the people in that golf cart are just like, what the fucking grave, man? I I just want to get from the club to hole two or whatever. which is like, no problem. It's like, you know.
3: Yeah. (laughs) It's it's being reported on as he's... uh, I mean, just because it's such a a cheap, shitty grave. And like, she famously hated him. I...
1: uh, (laughs) I, have I mean, hey, maybe it's just pettiness. If he was literally just like, she she hated my guts and I hated her guts and since she was dead for some reason I got to say what happened to her body, this is what happens to her body, it goes on my fucking golf course because I hated her guts. Yeah. I'd be like, you know what? This is the most I've ever respected you because at the very least you're just telling the truth. It is a shitty truth. It makes you seem like a very bad person. But at the same time, it may be the first time ever you haven't lied. <laughs>
2: We've actually achieved honest Trump for the first time literally ever.
1: Yeah, if he was just like, hey, I, I, yeah, I'm rich, but I'm also petty, and fuck her, and she's dead now, and I'm not, so enjoy being on my golf course. <laughs> and
3: I'm not.
1: Yeah, <laughs> That definitely seems like the sort of thing that, like, he'd be like, I I prefer my ex-wives not dead, or whatever. Yeah.
2: <laughs> he would say some insane thing. Yeah. he's <laughs> I think he's actually said he wants to be buried at one of his golf courses also. So like, this is like a weird. So like his
3: children can dodge
2: taxes too. That'd be awesome. Uh, I, just I, love- I want
1: him to have a mausoleum. I want him to have like a mini, like a mini golf course style giant thing you have to play around. It's Instead like of a broad statue of himself, but, like, for, take it from that picture where it's his head on top of Rocky's body, so it's just Donald Trump's face on this, like, ripped, like, shredded muscle man, like, pointing triumphantly. Like, doing the Hulk Hogan flex
2: and pose. Like, God, yeah, I I totally see all of that. I just I love the idea of uh, the live invitational golf tournament, the Saudi blood money uh, golf tour that's trying to compete with the PGA, and just literally had a, a, a an event at a Trump course. I'm just imagining some live golfer being like, "Yeah, it sucks. I hit the Trump statue on 17. Thought I was going to win this week, but you know, you got to play around the statue. I thought yeah. I thought I was going to be clear of it." them's the breaks. I'll get them next time. I just, I, I like, and and other people talking about, oh yeah, I, I bounced it off Ivanka's headstone on, on six. And so, yeah, it's just, a mini
3: golf course of buried yeah. trumps.
2: Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah, but they, they've just got like the groundskeepers out there like like a small amount of dirt even onto the, the horizontal headstone to just like cover over it for the tournament so that way it's not an impediment. <laughs> I was just like, don't worry, we've taken care of the Ivanka hole. Should be an issue this year. The, the the dirt is well packed. You won't even know she's there.
3: <laughs> God. Yeah, I yeah. When you, I love when you guessed and you were hundred percent right. Like, but...
1: well, like I said, I I'd seen like I'd skimmed the headlines, so like I knew that there was something involving her body and his golf course, and I was like, okay, she, he probably buried her like near or a, a golf course, or heaven forbid, on one of his golf courses, but like in like a pretty like I assumed it was going to look good. Because I just assumed he would want part of his golf course to look good. But no, just some hole in the ground. Get get wrecked. Yeah. What what uh what an absolute uh what an absolute lad Donald Trump Yeah. Is. Everybody what? no what no wonder everybody loves him. No wonder everybody loves him but there's no debating it.
3: Yeah. No. <laughs> oh, I it golf I Sorry, I was just reading. I I I'm gonna call them show notes. I thought you wrote Ivanka's goofy
1: grave. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Ivanka's golfy grave. But I mean, it is goofy. Well, actually, it's not really goofy. It's just sort of tragic. It's I wish it was goofy. Sad.
3: Yeah, I I wish it had a uh, pinwheel or something on it. Yeah, like, or like or, or a windmill. It's on a golf
2: course, yeah, mate. Like yeah, let's yeah. little put, yeah. put a little
1: windmill there, and if you yeah, if you get the ball in the shot, you can get like a penny.
2: I think we've been I screwing. I, I think we've been screwing up her name this whole time. It's Ivana Trump who's dead. Ivanka's the daughter he wants to have sex. Oh, with. Oh, it's wishful. I just
1: assumed they had the same name. Yeah, Ivana. yeah it's Ivana. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he,
2: he, yeah, he they they, they added something because that's why her name is so Ivanka's name is so odd. Well, yeah. whatever.
1: I also confused Honda <laughs> and Blanca. I'm clearly not on the top of my Trump, game. Trump Mike. wants to fuck both of them. So, Mike, yeah. it's really because of marijuana, friend. You know I indulge. You know I yes. partake because it is legal where I live. So don't at me. No. I just want to at me and just be like, yo, daps, and then, you know,
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh boy. Oh yeah. Anyway,
1: okay. Now, now that we've had a, a, a nice hoot and a holler about the corpse of uh, an old woman who died, uh, okay. let's go into the headlines where we will be sad
3: from the digital headlines to the digital front lines it's cues in the news
1: hard to get worse so, than alex jones let's start with yeah. alex jones <laughs> oh god well uh well, no today
3: in court the the lawyer for the plaintiff marks Bankston, with alex jones on the stand and cross said mr jones were you aware that your lawyers uh now we asked for this in discovery and you didn't give it to us, but your lawyers accidentally a couple days ago sent us all of your texts from the last four years. Uh, (laughs) So that came out in court today that Alex's lawyers gave the plaintiffs his entire phone, everything on his phones on accident for the last several years.
1: And I'm not saying uh, that they should leak that. But I am saying that some hacker should hack that and leak that. That would be great.
3: Oh, I know a Senate subcommittee that would love to have those uh, phone and text records.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, and, and oh, boy, howdy. I mean, I think they have the right to if them. It,
1: if, if the other attorneys accidentally beefed it it just sent them unbidden to you? No, I think
3: <laughs> I, I don't know for sure. But I think once this is done, those are public because they're on like public court records now. Um, well, what
2: what happened was uh, the, when when Banks, because I was watching the live stream when it all happened, Bankston said he's like, you know, like Alex, like uh, X number of days ago, your lawyers accidentally gave us all this information, and we then told them, "Yo, Alex's defense team, you gave us all this information. Do you want to go through this and mark anything as privileged, or that there's like a reason to withhold it, or anything?" And we received nothing but deafening silence from your legal team. And after a certain number of days passed, like their legal right to contest it went away. I think uh, they said it was like a ten-day gag order while the two sides were supposed to be debating it. But the prosecution had the plaintiffs had properly like addressed the defense and said, "Yo, you got any problems with this?" And when they received no re- response in ten days, they're like, okay, it's <laughs> all admissible. It's all we can bring forth. All of this evidence, it's totally in the record now. And Alex was on the stand, pouting, like, "Oh, you got your Perry Mason moment now. Oh, you think you're so rough and tough?" And the lawyers like, uh, "Yeah, kind of. I do because this is really bad for you. Unbelievably bad for you. Yes. Yeah,
1: so, I'm gonna I'm gonna preface this by saying." This this is a comedy bit based on no speculation. I have no information regarding this, so do not take this as any sort of fact. But what are the odds that Alex Jones has never texted maybe some, like, lascivious uh, communiques to somebody who might be a little bit south of the (laughs) age of (laughs) consent? I don't know. Like... That seems to be a problem in that sort of... You know, field of conservative men, right? That's a thing that keeps happening to conservative men like all the time. He seems
3: to be into some other uh, stuff that people in his circles would find questionable that I will not talk about here. Uh, Oh,
2: come on. I know exactly what you're talking about. That was hilarious. Uh,
3: I mean, he definitely has texts with Rogan that are now in the court record, and I can't wait to get a hold of those. But what it really gave us was financials, because Alex has texted about Infowars financials, and this is like the main thing they've been trying to hide. And we know that after he was deplatformed now, he said himself that at some point Infowars was making 800000 a day day and like a lot of that like they're making that a lot of that goes is going into the cost of selling shitty supplements and toothpaste that cures covid Uh, but we have now estimates that they have 300 million in assets that they're that alex jones is like it's somewhere we don't necessarily know where but uh they're gonna find it and like you can just up those damages Oh, but double, because they were asking for 150 million. Um, but w- without knowing, no one really knew Jones's financials because he's done a very good job
2: of hiding it. the The one thing that's interesting to me about all of that is the fact that yeah, this family, these, the, and this is just two parents of one of one of the children that was killed at Sandy Hook. Mm. He's got three more cases that he has already lost by default judgment. So it's like if this family only dinged him for 150 million. He still has to go through this ringer three more times. So he could, he could end up easily owing on over a half a billion dollars in civil damages. By the time all these cases are done, if he got dinged for over a hundred million in each and every time the jury came back with a number. And so, I mean, like, like, this is just, it's so ridiculous to think that like 150 million or more is just the start of this shit. Cause, yeah, th- his Connecticut trial starts sometime this month. Like, this trial wraps up and then immediately we just like hop on a plane, fly to Connecticut for his second law, lo- uh, his second case that he lost by default judgment and all of this <laughs> stuff. Like, none of these kid trials are actual trials where there's any discussion about the verdict he lost because he would refuse to comply with discovery he refused to ha- take part in the process of the court case so the justice system literally said because you will not comply you lose you just lose for non-compliance good day sir yes yeah. yes <laughs> like and I, I've heard people like being worried about him appealing this, and he himself, he actually was on his show, which is is so awesome that you're in the middle of this trial where you're looking at a nine-figure loss and you're on your your television show or your radio show, whatever the fuck InfoWars is, and he's sitting around going, I've declared bankruptcy, they'll never get a nickel out of me, I'll be able to keep this show going for years and years, they can't lay a glove on all Alex Jones, I'm too smart for them. And it's like you know, confessing your crimes on your public show is a real good way for people to know what you're doing and like stop you. You think (laughs) you're the you think you're the first piece of shit to get hit with a a judgment that's tried to not pay. You don't think our civil legal system? He's just playing a character, Mike. Those are lines. Those are lines
1: he wrote for his character. He keeps calling the judge a goblin
3: and a Satanist. And an occultist and everything on his show. And then the plaintiffs keep showing the clips in court of him insulting
2: the judge. And uh yesterday Brilliant, uh, brilliant y- legal y- lines. Oh god, the most brilliant of all legal minds. Well, yesterday, I mean, if it wasn't
1: for him and his sorry to cut you off, Mike, but no if if it wasn't for him and his and his team being idiots, I I, I wouldn't care at all about this. In fact, I still mostly I probably shouldn't be admitting this because this is the show that we do, but I don't care about this. Cause he's already lost. And all it comes down to like if he was just a regular person, he would just be sitting in court while his attorneys argued their case to see how much money he owes these people because he's already lost. And that is where it should end. And that sounds very boring. Like all right. I care about there is the result. It's like a game of soccer. So <laughs> Yes. They, uh, so then at the end of it they would just be like we have decided that Alex Jones owes these people $150 million. And it's like hooray! Justice Sir! Fuck that guy! Can't wait to see it happen again and then again and then again and I think one more time after that. Um, but because he's a because he's a wackadoo and apparently his defense team is inept, or at least in some ways inept, it's got a little bit of spice to it. Yeah. But if he, if he ever just decides to be a quiet boy like in the second and third trial or whatever if losing this one very badly to the tune of like a lot of money ends up like, like, sort of like tamping him down a little bit and putting him in a little bit of a box for the next like three. Those will probably be very boring, although I guess you could just lean into the skid real hard and just start it just get progressively crazier. And then by the time we get to the fourth or fifth one, it's going to be a real hoot and a holler. <laughs> I want mean, to see what's just like a full like mountain man, grizzly Adam's beard. and just like big on unkempt fingernails, just like some sort of fat Charles Manson. Just just be like, you come with sickness. I still, I still totally believe it. Uh, it was all true. Uh, I hate you. Uh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I was saying yesterday, the, the parents of, of the child that died at Sandy Hook, that Alex, that they suing Alex, um, Alex had been just aggressively coughing on the stand and claiming that it was not COVID, that he has a damaged larynx. That yeah. Somehow yeah it flares something.
3: up occasionally.
2: Yeah, it flares up when he gets asked questions he doesn't like. Probably from
1: it- sucking that Donald Trump DM, am I right, guys? Hey, damn <laughs> <yes. laughs> Boom. Yes.
2: <laughs> yes. That's right. Chad Liberal's here. Fuck him. I hate Trump. Yes, it's all about. Oh God, L the most manly Chad liberal of all of us.
1: Carry okay, my uh, balls around in a wheelbarrow, but a different one than that conservative if
2: You get it? <laughs> Damn right. So, so the the parents testified to the damage that Alex did to them, and then Alex got on the stand and he testified for a little while, and then as he was leaving the stand, he was just hacking and coughing and like just like sputtering, and the the mother. Uh, Scarlet uh, went up to Alex with a bottle of water in an effort to try to help him deal with his his cough. And Alex proceeded to go at the parents about how they were being manipulated by quote-unquote fake videos that the parents don't understand the truth of Sandy Hook as well as Alex Jones does. And, and, just, and then at the end of his rant, he was like,
1: "And also, I don't want your water because there's a chemical in it that will turn frogs and therefore be gay. Yes. <laughs> no, no, ma'am, I do not want your bottled water because I am afraid that it will turn me gay because I am a moron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: he, he probably, if he'd had the time, he probably would have tried to sell him one of his water filters. That was... Uh, he was big on the water filters back in the day before he got into the dick pills. and Okay, the vitamin so D.
1: I, I have obviously never listened to InfoWars because why would I? Oh, These... No. Please tell me that the filter was supposed to filter out the stuff that made you gay, like specifically. I I need I need to know that. I need. To- I mean, he he does an ad
3: pivot in almost everything, so it's been a while since I've watched. They're turning the freaking frogs gay, but I'm willing to bet he did an ad pivot in that. The, the problem is he doesn't even understand what he's talking about. He's just riffing on this pollution that was mutating the frogs and changing their gender. Uh, he free associating like he does. Uh, so the answer to your question is yes and no. He, he'll promise anything. He's gotten in trouble multiple times for uh, saying his products do incredible and amazing things.
1: I was just yeah. hoping to God that it was like the Alex Jones anti- liberal gay agenda filter and it was literally just like you know put it on your tap to make sure that you don't get any mixed up feelings about your gender or sexuality oh make no mistake alex
3: jones is wildly homo homophobic and transphobic
1: i I, like i I want the water filter to literally be injecting extra testosterone into my water I, I I want it I want it to be I want it to be extra Chadley masculine water to make sure that it's just like I want to I want to drink sixteen ounces of tap water and be like I'm gonna crush some puss. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh god, I'm, I, I was trying to um, it, it like you, you like drains the soy out of your water, so like all of that stuff and it, it removes all those things that can that make you a beta. Ah, oh, be the greatest, the most. Yeah, you can spri- most-
1: you can sprinkle it on tofu and it will turn it into meat. It's so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> what a filter! It's like a fil- it's a filter for everything in your daily life. You just 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 pass some tofu through it. And it'll ch- it'll Chad that tofu right up.
2: I think I think we have our latest our newest bit of bro science, uh, like grift, like the 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 Chad filter. <laughs> the filter that like gets rid of all the, tox- the impurities that make you weak and effeminate and allows you to be alpha and masculine. Oh, Hard dude, seltzer. Not today, pussy. Put it through the filter. <laughs> Get the bourbon out of it. Damn right.
1: <laughs> uh, I hate Alex Jones and people like him. Uh, okay, well, rock on. Uh, speak- speaking of dumb fuck idiots who are sort of like Alex Jones... Uh, On our notes here, the next headline is, quote, all the fucking shit involving the midterms. And I know that that's the quote because that was dictated uh, to me by Mike Rains. So, Mike Rains, let's get into, quote, all the fucking shit involving the midterms. Where would you, our expert on such things, like to start? Uh,
2: I think I'm going to start in Pennsylvania because, like, last night's elections have, like, sucked all the auction out of the room for the moment. And I think (laughs) Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania is like so hilarious at the moment that I I want to just take a moment to like laugh at all the shit going on there. So what's happening in uh, Pennsylvania is uh, Doug Mastrione, who is a nut that we've talked about a bit on uh, the podcast in the the olden times, because he was a uh, 2020 uh, election truther, one of these guys that was like trying to file lawsuits right after Trump lost and licking Trump's boots every way he could. Uh, Doug won the Republican primary for uh, governor, and he's pretty much come out and said that if he wins the governorship, that the Republicans are winning Pennsylvania in the 2024 presidential election because he just won't let the Democrats win. He is just going to fucking rig it. And he's a nut and he's. Campaigned on just I'm insane. I'm absolutely out of my goddamn fucking mind, and you should vote for me if you're a Republican who wants to literally rule in a have Pennsylvania become a fascist dictatorship. And one of the great ways that Joni M- has been like showing his bona fides on this on this count is he had a relationship with uh, our boy Andrew Torba, the guy who runs Gab, and. Torba he, he paid a lot of money to Torba for um advertisement and promotion on Gab. Um I my Gab burner accounts were made a long time ago. They weren't made recently, but someone has told told, told me that there was a period of time where if you made a new Gab account you auto followed uh, Torba himself, uh, Gab Help, the Gab uh, corporate account, and Mastrioni. You just auto followed Mastrioni's fucking account if you if you signed up for Gab. So like he got like the full fixings. Uh, my ancient old tiny Gab burner account had the first three, but my fourth one was the Babylon B, that unfunny shitty attempt at being the right wing Onion. Like, apparently the B at one point got Torba to hook him up with the everyone's got to follow us if they sign up to your shitty platform uh, thing.
1: I believe they call that the Tom package. Yes, exactly. Tom's <laughs> <laughs> everybody's friend, baby. Damn right.
3: <laughs> wow. <what> a- <laughs> yes. Dating yourself a little there. Hey, but
1: you're not mean, wrong. That, no, I bet no, miss- the average age of our listener is around the same age of people who would remember Tom.
2: Yes. Yeah. Hey, I, I I got that pull immediately. I thought I thought it hit really. I hit. I thought it hit solidly.
1: Yeah, I mean, at the very least, all three of us. I didn't even have to say the man's last name. I I just said Tom, and the boom, we all knew who yeah. it was. It was just, I never even shit, had. You, you know you know Tom. <laughs> I never even had an account on that site. So
2: yeah,
3: and I knew yeah. what that what you were saying. So I guess fair enough.
2: Yeah. So our so our boy uh, so so basically uh, Torba was getting all kinds of. Uh, hot and bothered over the fact that he was bros with this guy who was totally going to be the next governor of Pennsylvania. And Torba started going out there and say, and like just basically talking mad shit about how like the Republican party is now a Christian nationalist party and Marjorie Taylor Greene's talking about Christian nationalism and what it really means to be a Christian nationalist is to not let 2% of America tell us what to do. Which is an incredibly unsubtle reference to Jewish people, because Torba is a vicious anti-Semite. And eventually, uh, some people started, like you know, looking at the fact that, hey, Mastrioni you're running for uh, governor in a, a state that's not exactly like blood red, so like getting in bed with Gab and a fucking Nazi social platform is not a great look. And, at, like, literally, like, a few days after Torba made his big chest-beating speech and how, like, me and Mastrioni are the best of friends and we're taking Pennsylvania over, the Mastrioni campaign came out and was like, Torba, we don't even know him. I don't know what you're talking about. This Gab thing, uh, that was that was some fucking coffee point he me up for that shit. I don't know what you're talking about. Mastrioni deactivated his Gab account. He's, like, kicked Torba to the curb, all this stuff. Torba posted a statement on Gab being like, I have never worked for the Mastrioni campaign. My views are my own. His views are his own. I still am going to vote for him, and I hope everyone else does. But uh, yeah, uh, don't don't associate us. Like it, It's weird that openly courting Nazis is not a winning play for a general election in Pennsylvania. So bizarre.
1: So, But unfortunately, the sad reality of our country is that it's closer than you may have thinked. Yeah, I uh, yeah. It mm. I could not I I couldn't I couldn't decide on uh may have thought or may think. So I believe what I settled on when I said it was may have thinked. Which is great. <laughs> yes. I'm really on uh, really on a roll today. You know,
2: it's closer than you may have thinked. Yeah. Uh well the one last bit of good news I'll give in Pennsylvania before we move on to uh, uh weirder and funnier states in America is the fact that um Mastroni is now down big in all the polls in his race, which is good. And don't for one second let up because, again, he's literally said he'll steal that state, that vital electoral state for the Republicans should he be allowed to do so. And uh, our boy Dr. Oz is also getting uh, thumped most brutally in his Senate campaign in Pennsylvania. I was about to ask
3: how Dr. Oz was doing (laughs)
2: yeah uh he's doing bad. I haven't seen it from like uh sourced uh political experts on Twitter and such but uh people who uh like do the scuttlebutt kind of commentary on uh politics twitter have said that like the Republican senatorial campaign has uh, told donors by the way we're not putting any more money into Pennsylvania we can win the Senate we can win the Senate without it we we're not gonna throw mo- good money after bad trying to prop up dr. Oz I mean, it's just it's so funny to me that like that was their fucking candidate in Pennsylvania was like a fucking celebrity from New Jersey that was the- that was their big plan to win this state was hey people know dr. Oz right? I like, uh, it, it's really funny that like states are so aggressively territorial about stuff like this, but like carpet bagging is like one of the easiest ways to ding somebody. I remember when the Republicans, like, cr- I forget if it was uh 2014 or 2010, but I just remember like Republicans are just crushing everywhere, like every election you look at. Oh, Republican wins big, Republican wins big. But uh, Massachusetts' big, dumb, wet boy, Scott Brown, tried to carpet bag his way to a Senate seat in New Hampshire and just got crushed because New Hampshire was like, fuck you, Massachusetts boy. Even though Republicans are going to win everywhere else, we're not going to let you win because you're not from New Hampshire, you fuck. <laughs> so I just... I just I just don't know why you'd run a candidate that just can get hit with that tag like immediately. It's like it's just also like- Dr.
1: Ross strikes me as sort of like the epitome of the Republican celebrity because when their name comes up, you're just like, oh yeah, I kind of remember him from like ten years ago or whatever back when he was popular. It's like <laughs> Kirstie Alley and fucking uh, you know Kevin Sorbo. It's all these people that are just like, oh, I'm a Republican, and you're just like, oh yeah, And you were like used to be famous, right? That's so weird, like that you used to be somebody and now you are conservative
2: yeah <laughs> yeah yeah they're just god they have nothing probably
1: because two percent of hollywood just keeps it keeps them down am i right guys
2: yes exactly exactly right. So <laughs> well,
1: once again that's we're, we're getting pretty close to being on target with that sentiment it's just like i'm second tired of two percent of the country like hold the rest of us down and it's just like yeah man fuck the electoral college am i right that shit sucks And he's just like, oh, no, that's not what I was talking about. Sorry, 2%, but with, like, parentheses around it. And you're just like, oh, get out of here. (laughs) You were so close to saying something, like, having a good point. It's like, yeah, it's really weird that this, like, weird minority has so much power. It's bizarre. I agree. We should tear that down fuck, fuck the electoral college. Boo. And he's just like, no, that's not what I meant. <laughs> exactly.
2: <laughs> so dumb. Uh, so yeah, we then lead, um, we then jump out of, uh, Pennsylvania and we, uh, well, our first part of this little tour will be Michigan where, uh, one of the Republicans who voted to, um, Impeach Trump, uh, but he goes by the name of Myers, I believe. Uh, that that gentleman uh, lost his uh, primary to a raving Trump lunatic named Dobbs, and uh there has been a lot of consternation and people getting very upset on Twitter about. I can't believe a good man like this would be defeated by a lunatic like, such as this, and. Uh, I saw one person actually tweet out that this is a a stain on both parties that this has happened because apparently the Democratic Congressional Committee, and and this is a thing that is being said in a lot of races all across America, is that the Democrats are, quote-unquote, playing with fire and meddling in these races by, quote-unquote, boosting fringe or extreme candidates and helping them win. And when I heard this at first, like, because I have a very small brain, I thought, oh, so the, Repu- the Democrats are running ads where they're like, this guy you might not have heard of is a guy who aligns with Republican ideals. Vote this guy. Good Republican. But then I actually found I found the ads and the ads are just like, this guy is a Trump bootlicker who will ban all abortions no matter what the situation is. This dude way too fucking extreme for America. Do not vote for him. And people are taking and people are taking this as a crazy, like 180 bank shot where the Republicans, like the Republican primary voter being a huge dum-dum sees this ad and is like, this guy hates, this guy loves Trump and hates all abortions. Oh, I love him. I got to vote for him. And it's like, uh, what is going on here? Because I have spent my entire life uh, being told by everybody that Democrats are the absolute fucking worst at politics. That they have no idea how to message, they have no idea how to campaign. Yeah, they're, they're not great. great. They're not yeah, they're just terrible. They're the fucking absolute worst. Yet at the same time, the Democrats are so bad at everything. They are just masters of Jedi-like mind manipulation and can literally with just a couple ads in the right election cycle make Republican primary voters vote for sociopaths. And they totally would not have done it if it weren't for those meddling Democrats. And it's like and I'm here to let you all in on a little secret. Republican primary voters want to vote for the sociopath. They have no problem voting for the sociopath. They don't need the Democrats to encourage them to do this. They want to do this. So... Uh, don't be uh, pissing and moaning about the Democrats throwing a few dollars in to run what are literally bog standard general election attack ads against these people and being like, oh, no, those Democrats are going crazy. They're doing all kinds of wild stuff. <laughs> <Those laughs> when have really Democrats different? ever gone crazy
1: or done a wild thing? That is the pr- <laughs> like, if I found out that Democrats were actually pulling a move like this, I'd be like, holy shit, Democrats are doing something. Right. Like, you know, like, I mean, it might not be the thing that I want. You know, it's sort of like the Trump thing. Like, if he said that shit, it would be terrible. But at least he'd be telling the truth. Like, if I found out the Democrats were really trying to pull some like 40 chest shit to to move the needle, then at least they're doing something. I mean, the, 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 the thing we've had to hang our hat on this week was Pelosi touching down in Taiwan and it was just like oh oh, oh, buddy oh look at her oh what big dick energy so crazy oh my goodness pelosi what what a champ oh geez and it's just like wow really
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. hey it's ryan reynolds and i'm here with keith co-star of my upcoming film if only in theaters may 17th do you want to tell people the big news
2: Oh, uh, and QAnon loved it themselves that fucking Pelosi stuff. They were I, I I mean, oh yeah oh like they were talking about it being like the scare event and like China and World War Three and why are the Democrats doing this and uh, they love China. They're just totally in favor of China. They want China to invade Taiwan because Taiwan has evil bio labs, the way Ukraine has evil bio labs, and uh, they've created this whole. Nonsense narrative of just uh, madness, just absolute, like just pants on head madness. It's very bizarre.
1: I, I, you know, I heard people talking about how they were afraid that this was going to lead to World War Three. And I was just like, in what universe does China decide to just they're just like, you know what? We're just going to gonna kill, we're, just gonna, we're just going to we're just going to kill the third in command in America or whatever. Just kill her. Kill her. <laughs> and it's just like <laughs> the moment that happened, the world would be over. Including China. So like, the, I'm sure that China is probably pretty satisfied to just rattle their saber and just be like, we, we very much dislike this, but we would also like for you to continue to buy iPhones. So please, please stop this, but we're not going to kill her because that would be very dumb because we yeah, need they, you to buy iPhones, but please stop this. They moved all <laughs> their, uh,
3: they moved their two aircraft carriers in t- next to Taiwan as close as they uh, wanted to get and it's just like all right cool bro yeah there
1: there was tons and tons of posturing but anybody who thinks for a second that like the chinese government is going to use their military to kill nancy pelosi for going to taiwan is out of their fucking mind like <laughs> uh, or they just don't realize exactly what they mean when they say "Ah, oh, world war 3 is going to start no nope, but dude nuclear weapons are on the table man when world war 3 happens
2: that's it it's the last one yep
1: yeah. The, uh, world over.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I forget who, like, one of those, it might have been, might have been Einstein, but it, I think it was, like, one of the scientists who worked on the nuclear bomb, and they were basically like, I don't know what weapons will be used to fight World War III, but World War IV will be fought with sticks and rocks. Because they were yeah. just like... That was Einstein. Yeah, it's just like, that'll. that's it. Like, w- World War III, we go back to the Stone Age if we even exist anymore. I mean... It's either humans fighting with sticks or ro- and rocks, or it's ant versus cockroach for control of the world. Like that's it. Like yeah. Or- so
1: ju- just the idea that China would light that candle over, you know, because it's not like Nancy, Nancy Pelosi is over there to just to just be like, I'm here with my briefcase full of our agenda to make sure that the the world knows that you are your own independent nation. We will we will stand triumphantly against China. No, she's there to just be like, hey Taiwan, how's it going? Like symbolic gesture. I'm here to score some points. Cool handshaking. Yeah, 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 you're your own nation, we get it, Tussle's hair, but the one China thing is still our government policy on that, so, you know, we'll make sure that China doesn't invade you, but aside from that, they do kind of own you, so... Yep. All right, I'm out. And then supposed to is going to leave, and that's going to be that. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and, and 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 as she's flying away, she sees the Japanese aircraft carrier, and all the all the <laughs> Japanese uh, soldiers on the deck have to have their shirts off, and they're showing Nancy their 10 pack abs and letting her know just how alpha chadly they are because they've been drinking water with Alex Jones's filters. And I don't know why like,
1: the, I, I don't know why the Japanese are here, but I am excited about their rippling muscles. They, <laughs> yes,
3: they have a vested interest in Taiwan. Uh being recognized and
1: <laughs> the, they're it's... just they're just having an ab off at the South Yes, That it's would be incredible. Known. That's what it's I want. I just known. want the, the Aussies pull up and they're just like, hey, guess what, motherfuckers? Hey, guess what, you drongos? Boom, look at these. Drongos. I I mean, after
3: all the shit that's gone on with Russia and how like they were just touted as being one of the greatest militaries in the world and you like ukraine has just been giving them the business with everybody else's like second drones i have real questions about the state of china's military i know it's big
1: well here's but- the thing like everybody's military is like huge still for the mo- like you know r- relative to what it should be considering we're not really fighting each like the, the big countries aren't really fighting each other anymore but because the big countries ever are, aren't really fighting each other anymore it's just sort of like I don't know like it's sort of like how the US dollars just sort of like it is what it's worth because they say it is like all these countries are just like yo, our military is great look how many tanks we have and then they're just like they'll produce like a line of like 2000 tanks from 40 years ago that are rolling down the street and you're just like damn we do have a lot of tanks but what the fuck does that actually mean?
3: I know. I fought with a lot of those tanks. I was not a tanker, but they were there. And even the tankers are like, yeah, we shouldn't really be using tanks anymore. Like, it's not the state of modern warfare. Like, they're good for holding a position, but it's just we've moved so far beyond
1: tanks. So, but my, 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 everybody who listens to the podcast knows that I'm obviously a huge pro America patriot. So my patriotism leads me to believe that I still think America probably still has most and best guns. I mean, God, I hope so. We spend so much money that one would imagine that we have most and best guns still. we never
3: audited them. Never once.
1: <laughs> yeah. And also, I'm not convinced that that's like, I'm not convinced that it's just like, oh, the US military, like our weapons are like super weapons or anything. It's just, I think everybody's military is just sort of like well-trained, but also not really fighting global conflicts really anymore. Like, you know, like periodically America will go to a place like Afghanistan and just be like, we're here now, we're fucking it up for 20 years, and then we're gonna pull out and fuck it up for 100 years after that.
2: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Uh, But, you know, it's not like like America's fighting Russia or Russia's fighting China or, like, any of that shit anymore. So who the fuck knows? Maybe everyone's (laughs) military is crappy like Russia's, and we're all just hoping that nobody notices. (laughs) Russia's is just surprisingly
3: shitty. Yeah.
1: Oh, I think we were all shocked by how how far Russia has fallen. It like yeah. like literally, if they didn't have access to nuclear weapons, I would travel to Russia to laugh in their faces. Yeah, because I'd be like, "What? What are you going to do to me? <laughs> you're all, you're, yeah. you're all so weak and crappy." Oh, they they have, have... lift up those shirts and let me see your abs. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> uh,
3: if if they didn't have nuclear weapons, like we'd be rolling up with like. Uh, in Dodge trucks just playing highway to the danger zone is our jets just rolled over Ukraine and like introduce them to how much money we spend on the American uh, armed forces.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah I we need to finally, finally do something with our rows after rows of tanks. Yeah. Yes. We,
3: we would, we would be training <laughs> the Ukrainians on how <laughs> Ukraine.
1: Hey, you guys want some hand-me-down tanks? Here's like, Forty thousand of them, and they, they, yeah, they would them.
3: say thank you because all the Russian tanks are breaking down.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I mean, it, at least America has that fucking crazy hellfire missile. They just killed, they just used to kill that uh, the Osama bin Laden's bro, like. I was I was watching like a news article about the the hellfire missile that literally isn't an explosive it's just literally a kinetic weapon they they throw the missile at you and then right before impact it launches out like six blades so it's just a giant flying sword that just like shreds you as oh, it yeah, comes sorry. We got yeah, so and, much and, cool and, shit bear,
1: bear- very unfortunate time for that chap to step out onto his balcony for a cigarette or whatever. <laughs> yes, it's yes. ah, like, oh, yes, truly a blessed day. God smiles upon me. Hey, what's that? <laughs> Boom! <laughs> so his last thought was, hey, what's that? It's just like he a shiny shy. blur coming out of me. He's like, oh! <laughs> <And>
2: then- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And, he, and then he doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> as the giant, the giant flying sword thing just comes at him and just mutilates him. It just it has went, a
3: picture of All Might from My Hero on it and says "United States Smash" on it. It's like what <laughs> anime? So, just yeah, like, obliterated.
1: Yeah, it does. Yeah. I mean, but but stuff like that. I mean, uh, you know, does it have the same intimidating impact as a big tank? No. Because you have to see it do its thing for it to give you that impact. Like a tank, you see a tank, and even if it's not shooting something, you're just like, damn, that thing is big and armored. That gun is fucking huge. It could probably destroy me. Like the idea of a missile fired from like a sub or something like that, like hundreds, if not thousands of miles away, just like hitting you on your balcony and killing you with pinpoint accuracy out of nowhere is really intimidating if you see it. It's not, it's just sort of this ethereal concept. Like, yeah, 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 nuclear war, whatever, it's fine. And then, like, you see it, you're just like, holy shit, I, I vastly underestimated how crazy this is. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I will give Russia this. They're, they have won the propaganda cyber war because we all thought they had the rockinest military in the world. They definitely fucked with our election. Uh, but then, when it came time to put up a, or shut up against Ukraine, little tiny country they have largely had to shut up
1: so. yeah i mean they, they, they've been having a run they've, they've made they've gained some ground recently and unfortunately nobody's really talking about the ukraine stuff anymore um at least not in any of my spheres but you know i'm still kind of keeping up with it and i still do support ukraine and you know fuck russia and uh regardless of how it shakes out the, the end result will be russia looking like they got caught with their pants down yeah so like after like two years, they're just like, we did it. The mighty Russian empire defeated our tiny neighbor, Ukraine. And everyone's going to be like, yeah, I'd be a bully for you. Congratulations. Yeah. fucking morons.
2: Yeah. Uh, so, uh, segueing so back to the elections and finishing up real quick here, uh, QAnon's pride and joy, their ultimate hero, Carrie Lake, looked like she was in a ton of trouble last night, but, uh, the, the 3 a.m. ballot dump came in. The, the. Arizona Republican mules showed yeah, up. I was about, about to say, what's up, with,
1: what's up with these mules, Mike? Where, where the fuck is it? Where's, uh... <laughs> I thought that they were proud patriots watching the ballot boxes overnight.
2: Yeah. well, I, I, This is so funny to me because, like, literally, this is exactly from 2000 Mules where all those, like, Dennis Prager and all these guys were talking to Dinesh and they were like, well, I went to bed and I thought Trump was going to win and then I woke up and it turned out Biden was going to be my president. What <laughs> the fuck? And that's literally what happened in this election. Like, if you went to bed around midnight Eastern time, you thought Robson uh, had beaten Lake. And then when you wake up this morning, Kerry Lake's in the lead. How the fuck is this possible? So it's so funny. Oh, my when-
1: God. Oh, my God. <laughs>
2: So it's so funny that like the order in which you count votes doesn't really matter. It's just the the total votes you get at the end of the fucking contest. So like literally, as when Lake was losing, uh, uh, Greg Phillips, our boy from True the Vote and Two Thousand Mules, was like, "This shit's rigged. It's fucking bullshit." And then the next thing you know, he's like, Woo, "Go carry!" And it's like, "What was it, Bo? What was it, boy? Was it was it rigged or was it good?" I mean, tell, talk to me, Greg. Explain this to me, you you colossal moron. So yeah, uh they're very happy and for the record Carrie Lake's like down huge in all the polling for the general election and all the for all the general election stuff cuz Carrie Lake is a QAnon nut and Arizona is not blood red. So being a QAnon nut does not play there. So enjoy being uh the female version of Mastrioni or Dr. Oz in this state cuz uh it's not great. It's not great. And uh, oh, the last thing, I, the the final thing I wanted to bring up because it's actual good news. It's always good to end on a high note. Fucking Kansas, Kansas, yeah. you know, liberal bastion of America, Kansas, overwhelmingly, a- aggressively rejecting an abortion ban. That the Republicans tried to make as confusing as possible. They wrote the verbiage of this ballot initiative. They put it in the midterms to try to assure a low turnout. They tried to confuse everybody because you would think like yes means like we keep well, yes means I affirm our right to an abortion. I affirm the right to choice and no means end the right. No. They switched it. They switched it so that no meant you were keeping abortion and yes, meant you were ending abortion. They did, they did everything they could to try to fucking like just bullshit this thing through and sneak it in. And they got crushed. They fucked themselves uh, because as
3: someone who is in this election, there are signs everywhere, everywhere that says value them both vote. Yes. Uh, and it's, it, it was called the value them both bill. Uh, uh, yeah, it, it was monstrous. Uh, it was called value them both. They had this purple image of a mother holding a baby and it was vote. Yes. There were si- they made it as confusing as possible, but there were signs everywhere. No, letting you know how you needed to vote on this. Just, yeah. Like, but um My partner voted in this. Uh, She's eligible to vote in Kansas, and she did. She said, even knowing, seeing all the signs and knowing how she was, like, she wanted to vote, she had to read it three times because you're not exaggerating. Like, I I had to go read it. It is very, very confusing if you read it. Well,
1: regardless of why it turned out the way it did, the good news is either intentionally or accidentally, Kansas Really came through on this one. So (laughs) congratulations, Kansas. I don't retract any of the stuff I've said about you uh, publicly or privately, but you did get this
2: one right. So congratulations. Yeah. And and the other thing I really enjoy about this is that uh, QAnon has literally done nothing but talk about how they're all about protecting the unborn and all this stuff and how God wins and how like America is pro-life and uh, will save the children. Total silence on Kansas crushing this abortion ban. Like, they they just – they can't even wrap their heads around it because it's Kansas and it's their – staple only guns probably rank higher for them than abortion so like this is like one of their most important issues in one of the states that they're guaranteed to win in presidential elections for forever and they've gotten crushed and all they can talk about is kerry lake and like donald and donald trump's uh perfect track record all of his endorsements came in including in your state sarge where eric Eric, where (laughs) eric won the fucking primary the most gutless fucking thing that has ever happened yeah, Eric, was, I, mean, I mean,
1: again, maybe, maybe the most respect I've had for Donald Trump in a while. Uh, his his post praising Eric, it's just so good. You know what? You know what I think Eric really rules, and I'm a huge. I've always been a big fan of Eric. And uh, for those well, of you who are listening to our podcast, there were two Eric's at this vote, both on right. either side <laughs> of the aisle, right? Or, no, you know,
2: no this, this was this is a. Yeah, the two leading Republicans were Eric. They were both Eric. Both Eric's. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Right Now, Trump notably endorsed,
3: endorsed both Eric's. But here, let me give you a little background. One of the Eric's is Eric Greitens, our former governor, who is, uh, well, not convicted.
1: Did he have to, like, to like, resign in disgrace or something? Yes,
3: for uh, tying a woman up, taking naked pictures of her. Uh, allegedly some rape, maybe. Uh, and not allegedly child abuse because the attack ads on him played the open court records of all his uh, divorce hearings and how his children are afraid of him were like we're afraid daddy was gonna hit us. so uh, also violated a ton of campaign finance laws. Now and did the rhino
2: ad where he rubbed out with the gun talking about how we're gonna hunt rhinos? Yep.
3: Yes, he did the the rhino hunting ad. But also, and no one brings this up, at one point long ago, he was a registered Democrat and ran as a Democrat. Uh, then he's, <laughs> yeah, he's a fucking mess. So the fact that Trump couldn't even be bothered to not endorse the alleged rapist and definite child abuser, Eric Crichton's, it's like, just and find Crichton, the one.
2: Yeah, and yeah. Creighton's lost. Trump would have won if he'd endorsed the right Eric.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Greitens did lose. He lost, uh, thankfully, by a decent amount. But Missouri's a closed primary. Oh well, wait
1: a minute! So that so who won? Eric.
3: <laughs> yeah, I was about to say.
1: <laughs> yes. uh, uh, Trump, Trump really he really pulled one over on us. Like, yeah, yes. uh, it's. Um, <laughs> it turns out, it turns out okay. that you were never going to beat Eric.
3: No, right? Eric. No goddamn way. It would. It, you will gaze upon him, and Eric will win. Like, yes. Don- Donald Trump has always
1: loved Eric.
2: Yes.
3: <laughs> big, yeah. We all love Eric. Uh,
2: yeah. Everyone loves Eric. Oh, God. It's like Tom. Tom and Eric are the same. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
3: No, it was a fun time to be in Missouri when Greitens was governor because he was only really governor for three months. And when all the the controversies started coming out, the multiple felony charges, he just went into hiding like Ron. He could not be found for I think fully a week. Like he would not appear before the press. He just he he was just like, well, time to go hide in my bunker or whatever, and (laughs) like was not seen for uh, a while.
2: Jesus Christ! Uh, Well, I think
1: do we have a? Oh, sorry. I I think we you and I we were simpatico. I think we were both going for it at the same time, like a briefcase dangling above the squared circle. Yes. so yeah, I believe that that's going to wrap up the the uh, fucking shit involving the midterms, at least as far as we're going to be discussing it for now. I'm sure there was more midterm shit, but that's that's the most Q adjacent shit that we could cover this week. Now it's time to get onto our wonderful mailbag.
2: Our listeners got questions, we got answers. It's time for Q and A. So uh, Reverend Xenofact asks, "We've we've established the grift powers of Sir Quentor, the QAnon super leader made from Trump Q and Sorbo. So Sir Quentor needs sidekicks. What code names do his subordinates get to match their quote unquote special abilities? Bonus points for not mentioning Wagyu hats or Ray dolls. Mm. Uh, Wait a minute. Oh, so,
1: hold up uh, up front. Like, are you?" Is, is this sir like sir Quintor like like sir pintor yeah. or sir, sir Quintor like a game of Thrones character like S- no, S-Y-R, like Quintor we well, made
3: they, him we made they, him from the DNA of uh conservatives that's and, what I thought it was
1: just Mike was just pronouncing it funnily. Well, they,
2: they did space me. it they spaced it sir and then they put Quintor so they might have got auto corrected by Q, their phone Quintor yeah I, or, or, I or, so.
1: or maybe or maybe now we've got to do, maybe now we've we've got to do a different uh a different, like, genre. Now we're, now we're into <laughs> fantasy. Now we're to fantasy, and the most, like, some arc wizard combined the most evil QAnon people together, and infused them into <laughs> Sir Quintor.
3: Well, we have the Congresswoman, kind of like the Baroness. Dr. Mindbender's a real G.I. Joe character.
1: Uh, uh So, for Rod Watkins, uh, so, it's, the, like, the hat thing, I think it's like again, he made that part of his brand, so we don't have to use the word wagyu. But uh, I bring up the hat for one reason and one reason only, and that is, if we were really playing in this space in the way of the original people naming GI Joes, we would get in trouble because they would probably do something slightly racist. Because it's easy for you to get this, but Rod Watkins is Asian.
3: So,
1: uh yeah like like if it, it, like originally i'm not even going to come up try to come up with any. i'm just going to say that hey man like you you get a guy with an ar-15 and his gimmick is that he's asian with a cowboy hat and they are probably going to name him something kind of racist
3: i, I will give gi joe credit there aren't really any uh racist ones the the closest they got was the native american one and his name is spirit uh, but that one's just kind of stuck and, and no one seemed to have a problem with it.
1: I guess that thankfully a lot of them are white people that just have an yeah. accent. Like it, It'd be like Special Agent Baguette. He'd be like, "Wee wee, <laughs> <laughs> We did not choose our own codenames! I wanted to be named something cool! They're just like, shut up, Baguette! <laughs> there's,
3: the, the, the actual, there's the actual G.I. Joe's Chinese-American and his codename was Quick Kick. And that was just lazy. Like
1: I mean, <laughs> and also like I mean, they they were all ninjas or masters of the ancient mystic arts and stuff. Like, uh, and like GI Joe. You know, they they were just taking the surface level tropes of whatever they needed, and unfortunately, in America, for a lot of like global stuff, the surface level tropes are still pretty racist. Yeah, uh,
3: uh, it, somehow <laughs> GI Joe managed to be pretty o- has stood. It's, it's
1: certainly better than a lot of yeah. other stuff. I yeah, that. like I'm not
3: saying it's perfect. It's a lot better. Um, so he's got Code Monkey Z, and there's probably something there. Uh, can,
1: can he have like? A, can he have like an action chair? Because like, I'm assuming yeah. that he gets most of his good stuff done like sitting at a computer. I mean,
3: the the trouble bubbles are essentially Cobra's trouble bubbles are essentially action chairs, and then Serpentor has his flying chariot. Like, I don't, yeah.
1: Unfortunately, Ron sort of gave himself a dumb name because an internet yeah. handle. Sometimes internet handles can't just translate into, so like Code Monkey. You can just cut the Z off of it if you wanted to, and it could it could just be like, Code Monkey, and uh, <laughs> it'd just be like with uh, with with typing on keyboard and with shitpost post action. And, you know, just <laughs> shows a little kid hitting a button on his back, and he's just like wailing on the little plastic keyboard in front of him. Yeah, and like he's, he's just
3: done so yeah. many dumb, weird things, like.
2: Like praying medic is literally praying medic. And he just like used his God to heal the wounded soldiers on the digital battlefield. And that was actually part of that fucking weirdos gimmick was that like he was an EMT in his previous life before he became a con man. And he's talked about how he could resurrect people from death and that he had to, he had to pray to God before he did it to make sure that they were worthy and they deserved his blessing. His ability to be uh, to be to be rezzed. he didn't want to waste his rez powers on like the He, he couldn't
1: just do it willy nilly. He's just like, now don't d- don't get it twisted. I can't just resurrect any dead person I want to, because then I would probably be on the hook to prove it or whatever. I have to talk to God. He has to say it's cool. So if you ever ask me to do it in front of you, and I can't, it's because God said it's not cool. <laughs>
2: yeah, that's,
3: that's up there with Mormonism. It's like, can we see the gold plates from God? No, if anyone sees them but me, Joseph Smith, their head will explode.
1: Yes. Yeah. So Simbra. so I, okay. I, I like a pragmatic. I like a code monkey. So the problem so the problem is like for for the boring guys like uh like like, I mean, who's, like oh, what's a, what's a Jordan Sather? What's his deal? Right. A lot oh,
3: of yeah. the a lot of the Cobra Lieutenant's it's just their name. There's major blood and Zartan. And well, is it, is it one of these
1: Ma- QAnon idiots? Major Patriot or whatever? Yes. Yes. yeah yeah. yeah. That's what, oh. I mean, the, that, that that could be a GI Joe or a that wrestler from way. the eighties, yeah. or like a superhero or supervillain. Like, uh, yeah, Major Patriot is unfortunately a good name for a lot of cool stuff. Uh, but the person who has it relative to what we talk about is like a like a
3: peacemaker character.
1: Yeah, yeah, it sure does. Like Peacemaker's secret other dad, Major yeah. Patriot. <laughs>
2: I was gonna when you mentioned Jordan Sather, then you brought up blood. Like one of these guys would demand to have the name like Lieutenant Pure Blood because I'm unvaccinated. My blood is pure. Oh, that, no, I thought that was going in a racist direction. Oh, no, oh, I, oh! Trust me, they know the underlying.
1: Oh, yeah, they, they, some, some like segment of the QAnon audience is over the fucking moon that now they can just proudly just be like, "Yeah, I'm pure blooded." But I mean because I'm unvaccinated, but like I just still like getting together with my bros, talk about how pure our blood is and how we don't like associating it with people who have unpure blood. Uh but it's all vaccinations, we promise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like okay. It's because but...
3: I don't drink adrenochrome.
1: Anyway, so the sad answer is that most of most of these idiots will probably just have their own stupid internet handles as yeah. their G.I. It's Joe name. Like... Because if anything, the people who name G.I. Joe's are at the very least lazy
2: yes <laughs> martin Geddes would be a shitty photographer he's like yeah look at me i'm english and i don't know how to take pictures let my, me my, my photos are shitty in it <laughs> right. he
3: still has uh, me blocked because yeah. i critiqued his photos
2: uh you, you get on truth get on truth sarge take another swing at him oh and did he
3: finally get kicked off it is. Oh no, he
2: he. Yeah, well, I don't know if Martin Geddes art got kicked off Twitter or not, but he actually did make a. He actually has a verified truth account now because they'll verify fucking anybody on that site. So it's great.
1: Might get verified. Oh, oh, oh yeah, I, I, I convinced that they need, I, need to verify their. <laughs> convinced that they need their nemesis in order for the for the LARP to keep going, and that they should verify you as a way to make sure that there's like a lot of hot heat.
2: Okay, so the weirdest fucking thing happened. I was thinking of making a fucking account on Truth that was actually myself, because I have I obviously have a burner on there to fucking monitor them. And then I I I did a search for poker politics on Truth, and someone made an account of me on there and they literally just started posting four hours before i did the search because all the posts were four hours old and it was just photoshops of my head on fat people's bodies and they were just like oh i'm poker politics i'm fat but now i found out the queue is real so i want you all to forgive me here's photos of me being really fat and i was like man man and the they sad crush part it.
1: is they, they've got like forty thousand followers <laughs>
2: I wish. Oh, it'd be so great. Oh man, if if horrifyingly low energy, low effort, uh, shit troll parody account of me on Truth just had a monster following, that would be incredible. Uh, You're pretty yeah.
3: hilarious.
2: Yeah. So yeah, I, but I, I one day uh, at Real Poker Politics may show up on Truth, and I'll just be literally like, "Fight me, you cowards!" And it, it what's so funny is I look at so many of their the, the QAnon promoters posts. And they're just and because they're all about like, we're about the truth and red pilling people and making everybody understand what's really going on in the world. And I swear to God, like once a week, half of them post a the thing. Like I just block anyone that posts anything negative because I'm not going to let my vibes get all unchill from people trying to black pill us, bro. Like I just gotta, I gotta like get my vibrations to a higher level in order to trigger the great awakening. And it's like, hey, aren't you supposed to be able to handle the fucking debate? Don't you have unstoppable truth on your side? why would I be a threat to you if like you literally have God like speaking for you like like God come and on.
1: anime God damn it yes. I was
2: unmuting my mic <laughs>
1: oh you're gonna have to be faster than that <laughs> yeah
2: yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, up next, uh, Cleodora Silvestri, uh, messing with your CSV again, says If you had to place a prices right bid on how much money Alex Jones will be on the hook for by the end of his three Sandy Hook trials, how much do you think? How much do each of you bid? No overbid rule, and you can't bid $1. Oh, so, we
1: we already <laughs> did that. Yeah, we kind one. of covered this, but I will say for the record, the under the parameters that you've just described, it's not the prices right at all. Yes, like right. the the, the prices, rate structure is like pretty fixed. Like this is just a a, a, bid, a bidding game, uh, which is fine. I'm down to clown. I will say four hundred million dollars.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm in that uh, ballpark too.
3: Yeah, I, I think so. I I think it could get a little higher now that we're actually getting some financials. So I'm going to say six hundred million, but uh, yeah, in that range.
2: Boom! Half billion. Going, going right down the middle. Yeah. Nailed it. Nice. World, cl- world class job. Me. <laughs> one dollar, Bob. Boom, Boom. <laughs> Alex actually ends up paying uh, two hundred and fifty million L wins with the smooth one dollar attack.
1: <laughs> my, 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 illegal play. Yes, I, I, know, I even went back in time to when Bob was hosting to do yes. it. Yes, fuck Drew Carey. Take that. Are you like is that this still, is it still Drew Carey? Man, he must have been doing it now for like, what, 15 years? Good for him. Yeah, he's,
2: he's, he's, been, he's been getting them checks, getting them prices yep. right money. Uh, Just Liz asks, uh, how will QAnon give Trump the win for the killing of El Al- Al- Zaharawi? I can't say the Al Qaeda guy's name. Oh, Sorry. Um, Uh, Only wrong answers, please. Um, They've been pissing and moaning about this being bullshit the whole time. They're just like, Bin Laden was dead for three years before Obama killed him and then took credit for it. And this guy was probably dead for forever. They just needed a distraction to make Biden look good. It's not so much giving the Trump the win, it's, uh, it's desecrating Biden's victory. That's kind of basically where QAnon's going with this, is that, like, he killed some nobody. Trump, like, killed all the real bad people. He defeated ISIS with his bare hands. Arr, Trump good. Biden bad. So, yeah. I would yeah. say that they would ju- they would
1: just say that Donald Trump literally threw that missile from Mar-a-Lago and just hit the guy with it. He, <laughs> yes. they, he, he got word over the horn that the guy was on his balcony and Donald Trump was just like, excuse me, I have to step away from this golf session for just a moment. And then he walked 20 feet away where some people just had the missile ready and he just picked it up and just launched it with his monstrous strength into orbit. And then it eventually re-entered the atmosphere and killed that. Man.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I like to imagine that Trump right before he threw the missile, like did, did the thing where he licked his finger and held it up to the air to gauge the wind. And then, having properly calibrated everything, just threw the missile and took care of business.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, you need to know where the wind's blowing. But he probably would have done that previously to make sure that his golf game was on point for the day. Right. Yes. Because I can't stress this enough. He is definitely on the golf course. I mean, <laughs> you might you might imagine that he has some work to be doing. No, 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 no. It's on the golf course. Yep. He looks
3: rough, too. He looks like a sack of crap.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. I I posted those compare and contrast photos of, like, his, like, presidential portrait photo versus the way he looks now. And it's like, look who's off the chrome. Oh, poor, poor Donald Trump. No more chrome for you. (laughs) (laughs) You you dumb adrenochrome addict piece of shit. So take that. (laughs) <laughs> uh Leach from BX asks, uh, is this the end of Ron's political ambitions, or does he move on to some other attention getting stunt? Uh and I'm gonna I'm gonna take executive privilege here and merge this with with ex- with essential coups question, which is do you think little Ronnie Watkins will go back to queuing after he loses this election? So
3: I, I'm gonna say probably not, because it was definitely his dad that posted the last the new queue drops. And then those immediately stopped again. Uh, it seems like Ron is, like, I don't know, like, actually done with it. Maybe kind of bored.
2: Yeah, I, I, again, I, I fuck his dad for ruining the fact that we had We're Not Gonna Take It Anymore as a DCMA copyright strike finish to the end of Q. The fact that Q has now ended... Whining about Casey Hutchinson, Cassidy Hutchinson's testimony before the One Six Committee—that was Q's final farewell to us. Was just, hey, the surprise witness who people forgot about three days later when she was talking about Trump throwing a hissy fit in his limo. Wasn't that really important? Didn't the super secret spy need to break his silence after a year and a half to talk about that? Okay, well I'm gone now. See you all later. Cue out. I mean,
1: at the very least, least, if Q comes back now, there will always be speculation that it's run provided that it's being done properly, like, you know, where they're not just giving up the ghost immediately by just failing to use their own fucking site properly. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. Right. Like, if if some savvy Q comes back and, like, Has like the has has the clout and like you know get fucked up by the biscuits or whatever the dumb thing was and the like the the rotating algorithmic generation of your trip code and all that nonsense like you know everyone can always just be like oh it's Ron and then Ron can hopefully you know it would sort of behoove him to not be doing it but to always just be like oh I don't know am I Q because that means that he can always keep a little bit of heat on himself and probably successfully grift people for a living
3: yeah these grifters have a long long tail on them it's very disappointing
1: he could just be like I-, I stopped my political ambitions and then q came back those two things are completely unrelated and even if he's not being q it would behoove him to still sort of just be like
2: wink <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's the thing for Ron is that the only thing that makes him interesting is that he's Q. And without that, he's got nothing. So it's just so bizarre. I mean, it's just really, it's really messed up that he ever thought that he could, like, be the Wizard of Oz, step out from behind the curtain. And everyone's like, oh, cool, it's the Wizard of Oz, we still love you. And it's like, no, we just want Oz. We we don't care yeah, about they they never behind.
3: recognized or wanted, like... Yeah. Boo,
2: get back behind that curtain, yeah. you fuck. Right, Boo. right, exactly, exactly, exactly.
1: And then they get back behind the curtain and everyone's just, like, totally willing to just be like,
2: oh, what happened to Oh, no, we
1: don't know what happened to him. Yeah, oh, just, it was never but, Ron. We didn't believe it was Ron. But Oz is back. Everybody loves Oz. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
2: Oh, God. Yeah. So uh, sorry, Ron. I I don't I I mean, I really don't think he has it in him for any more political based stuff, because I think Ron has found out that having absolutely no charisma and no actual um, no actual base makes it very hard to do anything. And when you you can't run a campaign by hiding
3: in the desert.
2: Right. Like like uh, I had mentioned with Dr. Oz, like carpet bagging is a real easy way to get yourself crushed in a race. And Dr. Oz is just carpet bagging from one state to another. Ron was carpet bagging from fucking Japan. I mean, he was like literally someone whose American citizenship is ten... I mean, he's an American citizen, but, like, his American nationalism is, like, tenuous at best because he spent most of his life, like, in Japan or the Philippines. He doesn't have, like, extensive ties to America. So, I mean, he just doesn't have anything that could make him someone where, like, oh, shit, Ron Watkins won office somewhere in America in a small (laughs) city or something. He just doesn't have that. There's nothing... Yeah, Yeah. like... So yeah, Ron's I mean, his his grift was when he was on fucking OAN talking about how he read the Dominion Voting Machines manual and that made him an expert on the machines. Like,
3: oh, that those lawsuits are coming in. Those are oh, yeah. those are rolling through. I don't know if he's named, but I know he was tippy toeing real careful when they had him in the stupid fucking symposium, Mike Lindell's thing. He actually was talking to a lawyer while he was talking to them.
2: (laughs) Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, he got got literally, like, pulled off the stage because they were like, yo, idiot, you're committing crimes right now. You are actually doing the crime, so you need to stop. That's the crimeiest
3: do of them all. It's crime
2: time. (laughs) Yeah. It was like, uh, yeah, not so much. Do not do this. It is a well, whoa,
1: well. Whoa, whoa. Would you look at the time? <laughs> Let's watch. It's just a tattoo that says "crime."
2: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and uh, finally, uh, Pancake Peasant asks, uh, "Did you think we would not notice that Hellworld L is a triple reverse fake vote mule with his avatar running it, in our, rubbing it in our faces?" Uh, trust ellipsis the plan. So apparently. Your your AVI on Twitter has uh, has outed you, L. You are clearly a mule.
1: Uh I mean, not unless they start paying me, but you you, you know your boys pay to play. Like we have a we could we can enter some we can enter some negoti if maybe we need some some ballots to be dropped off, but like I feel like they probably want to be going for people that are desperate for cash and not me. Like I have standards. They'd have to be paying me real money to do that. Yeah. i I'm, like, I'm like, this is illegal and I already like am supporting myself so you would need to be making like you would need to be elevating my like tax bracket for this to be worth it yeah,
3: yes uh, well, yeah we're talking over 400 thousand I need to be in cinema tax cut off uh, eligibility so okay.
1: I, I would like to buy a house so I'm gonna need no less than three million dollars right yeah because, <laughs> because holy shit it's the wild west out there for uh, for the housing market. What a what a crazy time. What a time to be alive.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh as always, we wrap up with what are you what are you clowns looking forward to?
3: Um the so they finally announced I collect G.I. Joe's, hence my knowledge of them, and they finally announced that in the classified line that one shipwreck, aka Shoreleave, is finally getting a figure in Wave Eleven. So it's, it's that one's for me. I'm excited about that.
1: I bet he's the sea captain one. <laughs> yes. Can you confirm or deny that shipwreck? Does he have? Is he boat related? Probably. I had to guess. He, yes, he did serve <laughs> in
3: the United States Navy.
1: Nice. I nailed it. <laughs> what, what,
3: what a genius
1: I am. Uh, I am excited. Uh, so I've been playing. Uh, a dumb game that I'm not even going to discuss on the podcast because I don't want to promote them. It is a stupid thing that's just for me. Uh, But while I've been doing that, I've been listening to a lot of UK Uh, hip-hop. I've become a TikTok person on my commute because it just makes the time go by very fast, which is exciting. Uh, And thanks to TikTok, I found out about the jam of the summer, uh, which is the song Mr. Worldwide by Pete and Boz. These uh, two like very elderly british gentleman <laughs> that uh they they have cut this incredibly sick hip hop track that i actually i genuinely not ironically very much think is my my official to put a stamp on it jam of the summer but because of that that has reignited my 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 interest in uh british hip hop uh i went th- i went through this phase like two or three years ago don't touch lost that a while yeah. And now uh, so uh so I've been uh, I've been like throwing out like YouTube playlists and stuff just on the background while I'm playing this dumb game and uh getting cultured by way of uh the, 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 the British streets. Yeah.
3: Do you follow uh, ProZD on TikTok?
1: No, I don't really follow anybody on TikTok. I think I think I followed like two people that they're both just music producers because all of the stuff on TikTok that I really fuck with is like music related. It's either it's either people doing, like, open verse challenges or, like, dance videos or whatever. Very rarely an animal video. But if it's anything, like, it's just, like, people scrap it or, like, here's a dumb comedy thing. I'm just like, nah, son. I ain't got time for this. I, 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 I want to be, be listening to a mashup of the Backstreet Boys and, like, some ridiculous, like, emo band from 2010. And it's just like, doesn't it work? Isn't it so crazy? Like, and subscribe. I'm just like, no, I'm not doing this. <laughs> for most of them, for a couple of guys, I was like, you know, I did like that, and I will like it. Subscribe.
2: Okay, I'm glad they were able to win you over. They were able to melt Elle's cold, cold heart. So, yes. one guy's got like a cool mask. It's sort
1: of like a like a rhinestony Casey Jones thing. Uh, it's a very cool mask, and I was like, you know, what? you've got a cool mask. You make like good little quick uh, music production videos, and uh, uh, yeah, you know what? I'm into it. I uh, click that like button. Well, well done mask guy i don't even know your name
2: i i, I demand one of his videos because every now and then when i'm bored i i indulge in the talking of ticks. so I'm, I'm i can find I can find his name like i said he's one of the only two people i followed i'm assuming sweet. it's a
1: him even though like maybe that's incorrect because you know the like i said the person is behind a very glittery mask <laughs> anyway I, uh yeah. my
2: grades so what are you
1: looking forward to
2: uh, I'm just, we're getting, uh, perilously close to football season, which is like when the only time I'm actually alive in this world. So, uh, all this politics and QAnon shit is just uh, surface level for me. Uh, just, uh, enjoy, enjoying my favorite form of sports ball is life. So, uh, as I mentioned on uh, Twitter, I asked our listeners if they were interested in a hell world fantasy football league, and we got some interest in that. So, um, I will be seeing about that, and just all. I that want to be scaven. Yeah, yes, you can. You absolutely can have to be scaven. Uh, I will probably. Uh, I don't. I don't want to play dwarves because dwarves just ruin fun. So I'll just be orcs. Orcs are solid.
1: Yeah, I dwarves mean honestly, I would also probably just end up being orcs.
2: <laughs> then I will play this game, and I enjoy Gunner Runners. Very I
1: mean, escaping is like a high roll because it's just like when it works out, like you just feel unstoppable. But the one time it doesn't work out, you're just like, oh well, now my whole team is entirely destroyed. <laughs> yes, you're like, oh, oh the, the the one guy that made my whole team work, he died because he was shrimpy. Well, that's the ball game. That's the season, folks. Uh, yep, Trying to this things. one in, yeah. <laughs> I remember yes. doing that to a mutual friend of ours way back in the day. And it felt very satisfying. By the fact, <laughs> I lost that game. I was like, "Yeah, enjoy, enjoy your next match, idiot."
2: Yes, <laughs> that will happen. Oh, Skaven and wood elves—the ultimate high-risk, high-risk, <laughs> high high-reward or no-reward uh, teams to play in our beloved Blood Bowl. Which apparently they butchered the new rules, so I will never speak of them again. So,
1: look at they massacred our boy. Yes. Uh, okay, well, uh, enough, of the, enough of this tangent horse shit. It is time for us to go consult uh, a former president who shall remain nameless to seamlessly pick us up and launch us out of hell world for the week. Uh, thank you, listeners, so much for your support. If you'd like to continue to support us, you can do so for free by leaving a five-star review or whatever sort of maximum good review is on the platform that you get the podcast from. Uh, or you can tell a friend, hey, if you know anybody that might like the show, go ahead and let her know uh that you you're you've you've got like the secret info on three dickheads to talk about q sort of uh and some other stuff if you have money and you would like to give it to us you know whether it jingle jingles or folds see i'm a tiktok guy uh you can uh, give it to (laughs) us
2: the ferrets they're so beautiful
1: You can uh, you can give it to us uh by way of our Patreon uh if you feel so inclined. You can do that at patreon.com slash poker politics, where you will get forty plus hours of bonus content featuring many different series, uh, the most prominent of which are the ones where we break down QAnon related uh quote unquote pop media, uh such as the series Cabalin and what we do out of shadows and Mule's Errand, where we talk about fall of the cabal, out of shadows, and uh, two thousand mules, respectively. So all that stuff and more available for a five dollar a month or more donation to the Patreon. You can join our team of beautifuler babies. Thank you for this week's slate of beautifuler babies, Emily F. and Joe Lemon. We appreciate all the support. Uh, it is it really warms warms our cold dark hearts, and also it reminds me of Liz Lemon, who I love uh, very dearly. So thank you very much to you. If you have money and you don't want to give it to us, we totally understand. You can do some good with it by donating it to love146.org. They're an organization whose vision is the end of child trafficking and exploitation, or you can donate it to whichever charity of your choice is uh, still supporting Ukraine in their fight against Russia. Or as always, you can donate that money in any vote blue segment across the country. Voting blue. Blue is the best color. Red, Poop color blue. Top tier color go Smurfs. So, what was that? Bubba Sparks? Yeah, Bubba Sparks. <laughs> go Smurfs. Oh, go Smurfs! You said it so quick, I thought I—I I literally thought you said something Sparks. I'm trying not to wrist. run
3: over you. You just kept saying go blue.
1: That's all I could think. Yeah, dude, go blue and Bubba Sparks. Actually, I can't speak to Bubba Sparks's politics, so I will retract my endorsement of him yeah. until I find out where we'll he check is at. Back. Yeah, we'll check back with them. Uh, speaking of music, thanks DJ Minimal Effort for use of our theme song. Uh, still too cool for social media. Don't even know if he listens to the show anymore. But you know, thanks DJ Minimal Effort for your contribution. Uh, thanks to our buddy Frosty for all of our bumps and our uh, voice of cue when we need it, etc. You can find Frosty on Twitter at frostyvo. You can find us on Twitter, the show itself, at Hellworld, with a Q instead of an O. You can find me on Twitter, at Hellworld L, spelled the same way. You can find Sarge there, at Sarge in Hell. And Mike Rains is, of course, Poker Politics. So go ahead and follow us slash engage with us on our social. If you'd like to ask us questions directly or ask your questions to be answered on the show. So for another successful episode of the Adventures in Hell World podcast, as always, I have been one of your hosts, the Mysterious L, joined by our good friend Sarge and our expert in all things QAnon crazy, Mr. Mike Raines. Good speed, patriots. Hold
0: up.